Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and DJ Pig. Welcome to episode numero 27. Yeah. Now, I tried, there for a second, I was like, what's the Spanish word it for is, 27? Uh, it would be... Vientes. Vientes, yes. Is it? Maybe. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete. Vientes, siete, siete. Okay, yes. And and that's not that hard to do, but of course, I, I went in and I said numero, and I was like... Oh, I don't know the word for 27. But here we are, episode 27 of AY and 2K. We thank you for the people that constantly listen to this show. Absolutely. You are the driving force behind the the reason why we sit here every week and continue to do it. Because if you do look at our numbers, they aren't great. But like we said, like we've covered before, it's almost like it's a, there's a cult following. We are not identified by our numbers. No. The numbers That's don't not define we, us. Yes. And they don't define this show. For sure. So. It's interesting, though, because it would be nice if there were more people listening to it. Right. And I think, of, I think eventually, in the long run, because we're not, we're not pouring a lot of money into the marketing right now. Only, well, only a couple hundred dollars a, a week, really, yeah. into the marketing part of it. Right. And uh, as of right now, that's not paying off, but all that tells us is we've just got to keep putting more money into it. Yes. And, and that's basically what we'll keep doing uh, because we have we have sent out an email if you if you signed up for the email subscription uh, which our email is all you need the number two no zero zero at gmail.com that is our email and you can hear that again at the at end the of the episode end. from our famous voice there at the end Keith Bell thank you Keith Bell again for doing wow. the intro and the exit to the show and it, I think it really did up it from the original recording that we had which was an automated lady even though she was nice well and, and, yeah and really you know she was with us from the beginning she was there she was there uh at our she worst got us kicked off and if you don't you know if you don't deserve us at our worst and you don't deserve us at our best hey, you know, you know what I'm saying? yeah yeah like like i said we've just got a really uh, a good group of people that's following us yeah and uh, as i was saying earlier if you want to fall if you want to sign up for the email subscription all you have to do is send us an email at the email that i just said a little bit ago yep and then you, you basically just say Dear AY and 2K, I would like to start getting the weekly email updates. Yeah. And we will start sending out those email updates. It updates you on how uh, our week's going individually. We usually give you a rundown on what we have done yeah. outside of the podcast. So it's right. very interesting. A lot of people don't know about this. Uh, but it's kind of one of those secret things that, that the right. people that listen to it, listen to the podcast, really know about already. Yeah. And we do have... Uh, you know, three or four study groups signed up for it, like the one in Naples, Florida. They're all signed up for it, and I always send yep. the email out to them happily. I always yep. enjoy interacting with, with that study group. And uh, then we've got, you know, a pretty good amount of people that are, that are signed up. And, of course, we've already covered uh, the people get together in groups and listen to our podcast more than individuals do, which is, right. which is perfectly fine because yeah. as long as you're listening to it and enjoying it. To each their own, man. Yes, exactly right. But you could sign up for the email subscription. We send out, you know, basically a rundown of how our week was. Yeah. So, like, I sent one out yesterday. I talked about what I did on Memorial Day weekend. Uh, and then uh, I didn't really get a lot of information from you. I'm not sure what you were doing over Memorial Day weekend. But let's just say you probably didn't remember a lot well, of what you did. Well, yeah. No, I won't, uh, I won't go into that story because there's not a whole lot of details that I mm. can give there. Um, Which is perfectly fine. Right. No, well, Nothing wrong with that. Not having a little fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend. You, uh, you got to... 
there there are there are good things and bad things that come with with Memorial Day weekend. Obviously, you want to celebrate the soldiers and whatnot. But yes, then and we here at AYN2K we support our troops oh, and we thank oh. you. We thank the the veterans. We thank those serving for for giving giving their all for this yeah. country. It's really it's really unbelievable what those people do. Or giving their some. Giving their some. Yes, if they're giving their some. Some yeah. some gave all. All gave some. Yeah. Mm. That whenever I first saw that. I was like, phew. I saw that on a t-shirt. I was in Washington, D.C. one time, and I saw it on a t-shirt. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that is so powerful. I think the first time I heard that, I thought it was a slight at the ones that didn't give their all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, Yeah. And you might have said, like, hey, easy now. Everybody yeah. gave some. Yeah. And that's, that's whenever, I'm, whenever I'm trying to motivate myself or a group of people, I don't say go out there and give it your all. Yeah. I say go out there and give it your sum well, I because mean, you need to save some for later, yeah. Because you can always really, like, you know, you don't for, want to come on too strong. Yeah. For instance, I I help out with uh, with a junior golf clinic sometimes, yeah. and and I'll say I'll say to them they'll they'll ask me, Quinn, how are you where you are right now? How are you so successful? And I say, now hold on, kiddos, you yeah. know, don't don't get too far ahead of yourselves. Right. But I do tell them that my secret is that I don't give it my all. I give it my sum. That way I can serve energy. So for all the kids listening, don't give it. Everything you got, just every give it time. Every time, right? You can occasionally, yeah. and, it's, and it's fine to do that. And most of the time, it works out if you do that. Well, yeah. But you know, most of the time, just give it your sum. Yeah. And I think that's really uh, inspirational. And I think right now is a good time to uh, set up the sponsor for the show. Ay and Two K is brought to you by eBooks. Yep. Throw away those clunky paper rectangle things and get just one rectangle thing for numerous rectangle things. eBooks. And that's a, a great sponsor. It's kind of a broad spo- sponsor. Right. It's not covers a lot. all all of the ebook companies got together and decided to help us out. Yeah, uh, which is that's some of the money that we use for our marketing. Yeah, you mentioned the money earlier. I'll tell you what. I mean, I could probably start helping out a little bit more there because I think I just got my eviction notice like last week, so I still oh, got a wow. little bit of time. Wow. Okay. Well, I didn't know. I so, didn't know about that. Well, I mean, so we so you maybe been I putting, gave it my all. You've been putting in this much money, like you've. All right, I'll go ahead and say it. You have been putting in more money than anyone else, well, and I've been. I've been saying like, DJ, you don't have to do this, and you're like, I'm comfortable doing this. And that, me understanding that, I was like, okay, DJ has some some extra cash that he's yeah. willing to provide uh, for the podcast, but you don't have any cash. No, you were giving everything that you had to this show, and we my need paycheck to, goes straight to the account. Okay, well, we need to talk about that after this. Uh, because that's not right, and if you're getting evicted because of this podcast, that is not worth it whatsoever. A hey. perfect example of where you gave it your all and you should have given it your sum. Yes, but nonetheless, exactly. nonetheless, we have a great topic for the listeners today. It's one. It's a question. We haven't ever had a topic that was a question, even though our topics bring about a lot of questions. But this one is specifically Oof. a question that we're going to try to cover for the audience today. Today's topic or today's question is. Will books go extinct? Yeah, that's the topic. Right. Saucy, really, a topic. But yeah, just looking back at our sponsor... We probably didn't time that one too well. Because, of course, uh, a company that might be in competition with the regular paperback book would be right. electronic books. So the fact that they uh, they sponsored this episode and we didn't catch that, uh, I guess that's on our that's on us. Right. But nonetheless, it's a very interesting question because think of how long books have been around. 
the books have been around like forever. give it yeah well and you know the specific date right yeah it was like 1247,000 before Christ. Before Christ, that's correct. Yeah. Because of course, you know, there had to be books before the Bible, right? Because the Bible's, you know, that that big book that everybody course, talks about. Yeah. Now, of course, the Bible is the first one that was in book form. Before mm. that, everything was was like script. a scroll. Well, yeah. and, well, and and they call it scripture. Right. Uh, the Bible was originally written scripted on a on a scroll like thing. And then the, eventually, they were like. We can't keep carrying all these around. This and, is too much. And, like, also, like, that's not very comfortable if you, you know, because a lot of people you see reading newspapers and books, you know, on the oh, on, on like park benches and stuff. If you, had a, if you had a scroll, that would be kind of strenuous because yeah. you're always trying to, like, Especially move it a little bit up higher. Especially if you're looking at Proverbs and, or Psalms or something, yeah. a book that's got 50 chapters. Right. Well, I wasn't even specifically talking about the Bible. Well, I mean, you know, those those uh, scrolls could come in any any kind of form. I'm sure there's all kinds of different genres. There yeah. was, of course, probably religious scrolls, but but then yeah. there could be some comedy scrolls, and I would love to get a, a hold of some of those before Christ comedy no scrolls. Kidding. because those, those would be fantastic. Those are probably a little... Probably uh, have to learn a little bit of Hebrew. Yeah, and probably a little raunchy. You know, maybe. I don't, well, I'm not I, sure. you know, God did smite down a couple of, couple mm. of civilizations. Smite, yes. Yeah. But, but just to throw out a couple things here, because the question is, will books go extinct? Personally, I don't think that that will ever happen. And, and here I am, like, I maybe own, I don't know, let's see, I'm looking around at my books, nine books. I use one book to keep my door open. Yeah. And it's, what is it? American it, uh, Sniper? Yeah, that's probably not Ooh, a great choice And it's there. Memorial Day. Yeah. Okay. Well, that it just happened to be the book. Or Memorial that was, Day week. Memorial Day week. Yeah. But the the show after Memorial Day right. weekend. Uh, yeah, and that's not a, no offense to the to the book itself. It's just a really good size to keep the door open. Right. Maybe okay. use. Uh, well, that's not a really great one to use either. That the one about eleven. Yeah, that one's about Kennedy's assassination. Assassination. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll figure out what book to put in place of the one that holds open my door. Right. Getting back to the, to the topic, because we are trying to get a kind of a bird's eye view of this. We are we are yeah. flying up in the air. We're flapping our wings as hard as we can, looking humming at bird style. hummingbird style, looking at this as a whole, trying to really say, okay, let's dive in here, let's dive in there, and it's just such an interesting question. Do you think books will go extinct? Um, no, I think that we will eventually create such a problem with technology that books will probably make another comeback yes i think so too and just some facts real fast that i that i did look up i'll say that i didn't come up with these numbers well i you looked can't these know up everything right these and these are factual ebook sales plunged 20 percent in 2017 so that's good for for paperback book sales uh bookstore sales uh in general declined 10.9 percent and they hit a record low in sales in 2017 so bookstores struggled or on, or on the struggle bus yeah. as of right now and audiobooks at the moment are on the rise, and print is actually still dominating the market, print books. And that's just a very interesting uh, little little group of information there because you can take that and you can really just go off on in any really road. Because right now, let's just say the road is diverging into three paths because you have ebooks, you have audiobooks, and then you have print books. And I'm not sure what else you could divide it up into, but I feel like that's probably the three ways that you could divide up book sales. When you say print books, you're referring to like paper paperback books yes okay or, and, or, and hardback. or hardback because yeah. because books come in paperback and hardback and as i say paperback uh, book 
the the Beatles song "Paperback Rider" comes to my mind. Ah, I don't know, I don't know that you, one. You haven't heard that song? It's like no. "Paperback Writer," and they all come in and they say, and it's like it sounds like exactly that. like an uh, a be- I almost said Eagles song. It does no. not sound like an Eagles song. It sounds exactly like a Beatles song. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people, whenever I do, if because I've had this conversation multiple times. Have you ever heard the song "Paperback Writer"? They say no. I say that, and they have to they have to shake their head and blink a couple times to make sure that John Lennon is not standing right in front of them hmm. did you did you get that vibe for just a second yeah i mean it was it was pretty it good was, it was a hell and now, of, and now i say that going. i say that because i don't necessarily know the words to it like now if the song did come on because it's funny whenever a song's on I, I know the words but if you said hey here's a piece of paper write down the words to uh, i don't know sorry by justin bieber i don't know if i could do it but if the song came on the radio or because i would god forbid me play it in the in the car i would right. never have that on my phone but if it did come on the radio, I would, for some reason, know the words to it. And I think that happens with a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. But you know what's funny? We're not talking about songs and remembering lyrics. No. We're talking about, will books go extinct? That's the question that everyone is asking. Yeah. I hear it all the time. I walk through the grocery store aisles, and I and I hear you know multiple neighbors uh, discussing amongst themselves, will books go extinct? They're grabbing, they're yeah. grabbing each other's arms, and they're concerned because... I think that the older generation kind of is attached to the to the book, the physical book, because whenever it becomes a technological book, whenever it's an ebook, electronic book, there's nothing there really. And the funny thing is, I've had both paperback and an ebook. I had a Nook at one point. Ooh. Let me just say, it was the worst investment I've ever made because if you think about it, you pay what $180, and then you have to continue to pay for more books. It's right. not. It's not necessarily that helpful. That's not really an investment. Right. Exactly. And and the thing is, whenever you buy books, they look good on on a shelf, uh, especially because I'm sure you walked in, you saw I, I have a couple books on. I was on, like, on this my dresser. dude. He's smart. He right. He can read. He can read, and yeah. that really reassures people that you right. you have some form of intelligence. See, all I've got is picture books and yearbooks. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Which are still good to look at, well, and, they, and yeah. they have a lot of pictures, right? And that's good for you. And a lot right? of words, also good for me. Yes, right. So okay, I mean, you think of some killer books like *Cat in the Hat*, like that's oh my God, you know that has man. to be upwards of eighty percent of most people's favorite book is *The Cat Seuss in the Hat*. Is that dude can write? Yeah, and like I don't want to dive too much into Doctor Seuss. No, so I right. did bring him up because. He, we actually put him up on a poll one time because I thought that that would be a very right. interesting topic. Yes, we did. Now, the people didn't choose that day, of course, but maybe one day, whenever we have to cycle back through our old topics, we'll hit Dr. Seuss again. And whenever I say hit Dr. Seuss, not physically, but just hitting him as a topic. Right. Because, yeah. of course, number one, I would never do that. And number two, he, he is, is dead. He is super dead. Yeah, he is super dead. But whenever you see the, the, the question, because I'm sure people will see the the title of this episode and say, you know what? That's an interesting question. Will books ever go extinct? You think of the things that have gone extinct. Uh, let's see, dinosaurs. Um, the Tasmanian tiger. Is that is that correct? Um, no. It's not? No. What is it? Tasmanian devil. Is that actually what it's called? But it is a form of a tiger, well, no, right? Yeah, Tasman- Tasmanian is a, is, is a form of tiger. Now, was, I've never seen one except maybe like in a picture. Mm-hmm. Right. We don't get a lot of those around here. No, not a lot of pictures. Or were you saying tigers, or pictures? Either. Either. Okay. Yeah. That's what I no, thought. we're. Uh... But yeah, there is a long list of things that go extinct. Uh, uh, let's you know, because I, I hit on dinosaurs, uh, and then I hit on the Tasmanian tiger, and most of the time they're they're animals to to be the the because there's endangered species, and that's the of thing. Course. Would you consider a 
paperback or hardback book an endangered species right now? Um, Isn't that an interesting question? Isn't that fascinating? It is. That, I mean, that is just that's so intriguing. Go ahead and write that down, folks. If you are if you're with your study group, because that's a question that you kind of want to circle back to. Yeah, absolutely. Is a book an endangered species? Uh, personally, you you walk into a library and there's not a lot of people looking at the books. I I don't think I've ever checked out a I didn't ever check out a book in high school. I only checked out books in middle school because I had to because right. they made you read back then. Right. And I really only find reading enjoyable if I get to pick the book out and if I read it on my own time. Right. Yeah, that's the thing is, for those of you listening that don't know, I am actually a middle school uh, language arts major. So, uh, Congratulations. Looking, yeah, thank you. I You're appreciate welcome. it. Um, however, I'm not necessarily a big reader. Mm. Now, I say that because most of the things and most of the... the uh, topics and things that are shoved in my face yes. are just not things that I would normally ever take interest in yes, at yes. all. Like the Odyssey and, yeah. uh, and uh, Shakespeare. Yeah. Shakespeare can go suck a big one because well, I can understand the damn thing he's saying. I will say, the fresh, the, the teacher that I had freshman year mm-hmm. that had us read um, it was Romeo and Juliet. Was and it? The, the way that she... Was it McFarlane? It was McFarlane. Oh, what she a, was fantastic. What a class, what a class oh, act of a Ms. teacher. McFarlane. Uh, she retired, but she was just a fantastic English teacher. But sorry to interrupt you there. No, well, what I was what I was saying was just kind of a, a broadening on that uh-huh. on that topic. Yeah, and and she made it interesting and she, made it understandable. Well, probably. yeah, because she, she put it in terms of like how we would understand it. Yes. So yes. and that makes it a lot easier since nobody reads things like that for fun. Shakespeare wrote at that time anymore. Right. And that's funny because teachers like that, that's why teachers are so important because teachers can have a say in whether books go extinct or not because they can uh, instill a, a thrivingness to read in, in, inside kids that they teach. They can take a kid and they can say, I, I understand that you don't enjoy reading, but let me show you this. Like you said, she showed you Shakespeare in a, in a different way than normal because if you literally just sit down Romeo and Juliet right in front of you, I, you know, I could maybe get through the first three sentences, and then I'd say, I can't do this. This is awful. Right. And it's just so interesting that teachers teachers have such a great role in society. And personally, I don't want to get off on a rant. Well. But personally, I do believe that they deserve to be paid more than they do. Well. Or than they are. Now, I have a biased opinion there, obviously. But you would definitely say, heck yes. Yeah, I'd say cough up some of that money. Mm-hmm. Matt Bevan. Because... Matt Bevan, yeah. Matt Bevan's not. At Matt Bevan. Yeah, Matt Bevan's not doing a damn thing about that. But yeah, I don't want to get into that. Well, either. we don't. We don't no, want to no, go no, too no. political because, here. Because books, are they going extinct? That's the question. I that's, just. That's the thing. Yeah. We have to cover how much percentage? How much percentage? Ninety-five percent of the topic. As Shakespeare would say, to be or not to be extinct, will books go? Yeah. So that's like a Shakespeare and, and Yoda type. Quote, and that's and that's the other thing because you bring up a quote of a famous person, and Colonel Sanders also said, "I can't flip these pages; my fingers are too greasy." Yeah, and so that really both of those quotes kind of help you get a better understanding of the question, right? Because it's a great question, and and that's the thing we keep rounding back to that question because it is such an interesting and intriguing and fascinating and just tantalizing question. Yeah, tantalizing. Tantalizing. Great, fantastic. Thank you very much. The thing is, I'll sit down. Uh, recently, in this year, probably I've read three books, and I think, well, I'm I'm about to finish my third book. I enjoy reading. 
Uh, but but like I said, it's books that I pick out. It's books that I say that you know what that topic looks interesting. Uh, I read a lot of uh, autobiographies, um, and then also like stories that uh, fiction and and nonfiction confuses me. But I I don't know which one to say. But I read the ones that are mostly <laughs> real, which I think is nonfiction. nonfiction. Yes, yeah. I read a lot of nonfiction. But actually, sometimes I read some fiction, and I don't you know like I said. We could put that up on the poll again because fiction should be called nonfiction and nonfiction should be called fiction. But that's not the question. Right. The well, question is, will books go extinct? And I stand by by it strongly saying that I don't think books will ever go extinct because you look at newspapers nowadays. Yep. Like that could be a, another topic. You could almost interchange uh, newspapers with books in this question. Right. People still read the newspaper. Now, not a lot of young people... Right, but the, but the older demographics are keeping the newspaper industry alive. Right, but the problem is, is and and I um I got into writing a little bit. I yeah, I remember that. And um, what what I found there was when when I really started talking to people and stuff is mm-hmm. that it was like this ongoing joke between amongst those people working at the working at the the paper the paper company which not yeah. not the not the people that make the paper but the right. paper and the news like the newspaper people yeah. yeah but the, it was kind of an ongoing joke of like when how rare it is to see somebody actually reading a newspaper mm-hmm. or, or I would say something actually after I stopped writing one of my friends that I still have uh in, in the business I asked him about something, and he said, "Well, if you'd read the newspaper, you'd know that." Yeah. And so that's that's an ongoing joke. There is because with the younger, like you said, the old, older demographics are still reading it. Um, however, as the older demographics kind of get older, get older, and, and the newer demographics replaces get, the old then demographic. I think the the newspaper is definitely definitely dwindling down. Now. It's a it's going to be interesting to see. That's the, the only thing is it's so so much easier because you don't have to sit there and you know unfold the paper four or five it times. It is a big paper. It's a big yeah, ass it's, paper. Yeah. It's a big ass piece of paper. Oh. Uh, and, and it is informational, but it's a lot easier to just get on your laptop or get on your phone yep. and you know type in uh, the daily news or type in your local newspaper because a lot of newspaper companies now have an online newspaper yep. just because they have to adapt. And I think that's why ebooks and audiobooks started coming because technology was just evolving and, and books didn't want to be left behind. Yep. And I don't know if there's a, an official that sits behind uh, the you know is in, in charge of the books like paper books. Right. Yeah. Print a books, lot of air quotes. Print books, if you will. I know. Well, that you know, I they don't, they can't see that. They can't see it. I, that's but you why can. I felt the need to point it out. And I appreciate you doing yeah. that. But I don't know if there's someone that just acts for books and tries to keep books alive. But I feel like in trying to keep books alive, they created ebooks, and it ended up turning on them or turning against them. Because ebooks, and here's the thing: if if books do go extinct, that's that's okay, I guess. But I don't think they're. It's going to be hard to rid the earth. Of books, and I don't think right. that'll ever happen no, because books I mean, are way too important. There are certain things that, I mean, people can hack the internet. Yes, and there are certain things that are not going to be that, say, the government or or like any form of agency or anything that has something written that doesn't need to be accessible by anyone. Will I think just I stay see, in writing. And I think I see where you're going with this because you can hack the internet, but you can't hack a book. Is that what you were going to say? Exactly. You took the words right out of my mouth. But you really, like if you sit there and your book sits on your shelf for 15 years, yeah. nothing's going to change about it. Nope. But if you if you, you know get on there, if you have an ebook, if you have a, 
or something like that, you could lose the charger to it. Yeah. That, that's a problem that I ran into is I would be reading and then it would say low battery and I'd be like, well, damn it. I wish I just had the paper edition of this book because a book can't run out of battery. Exactly. And that's the beautiful thing about it. You don't have to sit there while you're reading and say, oh, well, I need to conserve my battery on this thing. Right. Because a book is physical and it's right there. If you want to read for 16 hours straight, you should you be able can. to. With a paperback book yeah. or a hardback book. Yeah. And and let's just go ahead and get into that. Which one do you like better, paperback or hardback books? Paperback. Yeah, me too. It's more, it's it's flimsy. I can work it the way I want it to, whereas a hardback book is like, it's rigid. It's very stern. Yes. I don't like it. And uh, that's a very good point. I don't want to take anything away from that point, well, and I'm not going to, no. because the next thing I am saying has nothing to do with that. Yeah. I read a lot whenever I go to the beach. I think a lot of people do that. I think they'll 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 read magazines or, or yep. something of that nature. Uh, but I like a, a paperback book because I don't feel as bad. Like if I got a hardback book, I got some water on it, or I it got you know some sand on it or something. You know, I'm like, oh no, like because I feel like a hardback book for some reason is worth more. But a paperback yeah. book, you just you just kind of you know you can do whatever the hell you want with it. You can bend it, you can yeah. fold it, you can save the piece of paper. Uh, you know, you can fold in the front. You can take, the, you could tear it in half, right? And say, I'm going to read this first half, and then I'll get to this second half later. I will say the hardback book in, in a situation like that is mm -hmm. probably easier to take care of. Yes, it's yes, probably yes, a little yes, bit yes, more yes, 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 durable. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the funny thing is, with a hardback book, it usually comes with a cover, and most people just take that cover right off because it's it just kind of gets in the way because you sit there and yes. it starts sliding on yes. you oh. and then you try to get it back to the regular Pisses regular part up. of the book yeah. and then it starts sliding again and then finally I say you know what and I just take that sucker off and yeah. I, I throw it on the ground and I keep reading my book yep and that being said I do not read a lot of books but I, I probably read a good amount of if I had to make a rough estimate maybe maybe three a year and I don't yep. know I don't know if there's an average but I feel like that's probably average like the average person maybe reads three books a year. Uh, maybe not. I don't. Well, I don't know about ever. I don't know. It just it's got to be changing so much. I, I'm sure the past probably ten or fifteen years are a huge uh, outlier to that statistic. So there's really no telling. I would say. Um, let's see. I just looked it up, and the most frequently reported number was four books a year. So that's I was very eight. close. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't look it up. I was only one number off. Huh. And that's very interesting that, that I just made that assumption. I can't remember. I couldn't tell you the last time I read a book from cover to cover. Really? Yep. Well, could could you try to? Could you try to say... I could try to. It's could you the, try to recollect? That's the thing, though, is I love reading when it's in its pure form of mm. like, I, this seems interesting, and I read it, yes. and I get hooked on it, mm. and I can, I'll can i read for two or three hours at a time and not even realize that that much time has passed. Yes. That kind of stuff, That that's fantastic. I love... Well, leaving and going to that euphoric place yeah because it does kind of create a, a different place where you can just kind of go away right and it brings up this book that i actually i think let you borrow at one point yes uh or, or possibly you just read it or you you well, yeah. checked it out at a different I, library yeah. but it is one of my favorite books that i've ever read it's by stephen king and i'm holding it in my hand right now and it's called 11 63 it's it is a non-fiction piece about the john f kennedy assassination yep uh it is very fascinating but the only reason why I'm sure Wait, you didn't finish it. Did go you, ahead. It, did you say nonfiction? Yes. It's a, well, it it contains nonfictional information, but it is a fictional book. I hate it. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, if it was just like how I how my brain worked it, then it would be fine. Right. But anyways, you know, thank you for correcting me. But the thing is, I'm sure you didn't finish the book because it is over one thousand one hundred pages. And I, I think, yeah. and I think that that probably threw you off, and it, as it would a lot of people. Right. But I literally sat down and read that book, folks. If you haven't read that book, study groups, write it down. 
because uh, this instead of a study group, maybe you could do a book club. Right. And eleven twenty two sixty three by Stephen King is one of my favorite novels that I have ever picked up. Stephen King's got a lot of good stuff out there. For weird guy. Told. Really weird guy. Yeah, he's though. got. I tell you what, I don't know what he's been through in his life, but Appar- like I, apparently a lot. Yeah. And and I don't see a better time to go ahead and pop in our sponsor for today's episode, yeah. eBooks. They're hard to read in the sun and they're super expensive. Oh. They'll be in the top drawer of your dresser with all your other shit within a month. Ebooks. Go buy one. You yeah. feel bad about it. Yep. See, I kind of switched it around there. There you go. Because originally it was kind of a, a good look, a, a positive look on ebooks. Well, yeah, and, and let's I, be and honest, we we're realized, not losing any money. Here, no, no, so. no, 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 no. Because they already they paid it forward, so we already got their money cashed into the AY2K bank account. Exactly, and there's no written contract. And they can't get it back. Yeah. So, so thank you, ebooks, for giving us that money, and we're sorry for basically just bashing you right there. Yep. But we are talking about, I guess, preserving a history of print books yep. at the moment. Because whenever we ask the question, I think we both side on the fact that we don't believe paper paper books will will go away. They won't become extinct. And right. but I, I do believe that it will take some sort of effort to keep that from happening. Well, absolutely. Here's the thing: I don't think that they will ever become extinct because they're not dying. Mm, that's because true. Because yeah, the because books that are already I, printed yeah, go ahead, and created. Yeah. Those books will still be around. Like we're not going to burn every single book that's ever no. been created in the world. Unless somebody goes crazy, Donald Trump. You know, if he if he says yeah. like you can only read by Twitter, you can yep. only read stuff on Twitter now, yep. and and then he burns all the books, then maybe we would find ourselves in a situation where books would be extinct. But right. I think we're going to be okay. Right. And I hope that books don't go extinct because let's say that something happens and uh, technology you know crumbles. What's the one thing that's still going to be there? Like we talked about books. A book. It's always going to be there, and it, that's the the great thing about it. A book is it it takes you somewhere else yep. temporarily, uh, and you can read it as long as you want, and you can put it down whenever you want. You could you could literally buy a book, and it could be three hundred sixty five pages, yep. and you pick it up and you read a page a day, and you finish Look it in a year. Look at that! Look at how folks, convenient that is, folks. That's a challenge for you. Go out and find a book that's three hundred sixty five pages and read one page per day yep. because that will be a phenomenal way to get through a book and you'll probably want to keep reading ahead but let me tell you from experience yes it will happen i'd never i've never been able to attempt i have attempted it multiple times and i've never been able to sit down and just read one page per day because books are interesting well at least yeah, for the most part that and by december the, by the end of December there, you're looking at mm. probably not knowing what the hell's going on in that book. Yeah, because you're like, well, I read the first page, yeah. let's see, a year ago. Yep. So it does sound like a good uh, idea on paper, yep. but it might not be, actually. Yep. And that's funny because I said paper. We're talking about paperback books. We're talking about hardback books. Yep. Here at AYN2K, we are, we are on the internet and we are a form of technology that is kind of like a book because right. a podcast is almost kind of like a you know maybe yeah. a short story informational form of text yes so as we sit here uh, communicating with with a with an audience yep. uh, and we are technologically advanced i guess because you know we're not sitting in uh, the same place every week and having people come to us right because that would probably be the form of a paperback book in this metaphor yeah. if if the podcast was exactly like that right we are putting it out on the on the internet for people to listen to, and it's kind of like an ebook yep. for people to read. But as we do that, that was a great analogy. It was, was very confusing, though. Well, I, I mean, was like, I was 
probably three quarters of the way through, and my head was like, "Whoo, Quinn, you yeah. got yourself in a tangle." I tell here. you what, for the people that got it though, it was a yeah. Good if someone if someone holds on to that and yep. really claps to it, then I think that they'll be fine. Yeah. But I think that's a good time to stop. I think we probably covered around ninety two percent of the yeah. topic today. Well, will books go extinct? It's a very interesting question, and. Here at AY2K, we support books, and if books would like to sponsor us, now that our ebook sponsorship will probably not be yeah, we uh, probably won't available. get that one next uh, week. But that's okay because you know stuff happens like that. Well, and we basically decided that that was kind of a you know it was kind of a bad sponsor for this episode, considering that we were kind of protecting and we were on the side, we were siding with books. Hey, everybody makes mistakes. Yeah, but to close, DJ, will books go extinct? No. They won't. Quinn, will books go extinct? No, they won't. There you go. And that was me asking myself a question. In the third person? In the third person. Whew, my goodness. And that's a great time to stop Quinception. it. My name is Quinn Eden. I am DJ Pig. For the 20 of you people listening, take it easy. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need, the number two, no, zero zero at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple Podcasts, and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered